Jewish Board Talk with Sharice Zaffert. For the first time, South African youth will be able to join Pope Francis Pontifical Foundation Scholars Occurrentus in Buenos Aires in October for the um, International Meeting of Youth. This is organized by World Ort, and joining me in the studio is Abiganon, the Director General and CEO of World Ort, and Elias Falkoff, the Chairman of Ort South Africa. Welcome and thank you for joining me. Thank you. Thank you very much. So, Abby, this sounds a lot like a mouthful of Pope Francis Pontifical Foundation, blah, blah. Can you tell me a little bit about that? Okay. um, The project with Scholars, it's an international project that uh, World Art is running together with with the Scholars and uh, in order to bring Jewish uh, students together with Christians and, uh, you know, to promote a tolerance between uh, uh, religious and uh, students that they will have the opportunity to meet uh, uh, one each other and to reduce gaps you know of lack of knowledge of what's what's going on in their in their religious or, or in their community um let's take a step back in terms of world art world art creates education opportunities um, okay. world art is the largest jewish education worldwide Established in Russia in 1880 in order to provide education to unprivileged uh, pop- population. Since then and uh, until today, we are doing the same thing, but with different tools. We are promoting science technology, we are promoting vocational training, we are promoting professional education, and we are promoting, as for today, how the best or how to provide the best tools for the 21st century to our next generation. Okay, and before we go on to science and technology being the best tools for the 21st century, um, perhaps we can bring you in, um, Ellis. Um, You are the chairman of Ort South Africa. How long has Ort South Africa been going? Since the 1930s, actually. uh, Initially, it was more of a fundraising operation. And only in the last 10 to 15 years have we gone into outreach and education. We're very, very strong in our outreach and imparting maths, literacy literacy skills to teachers. We've effectively had an influence of nearly 100,000 students in the South African place over the last 10 years. So you um, focus on both Jewish and non-Jewish students, is that correct? Correct. Yes. Yes. World Art is uh, it's a matter of, uh, uh, first of all, we are not involved in any political uh, uh, issues and we are providing education for all the population, world, for, for Christians, for Muslims, for uh, obviously for Jewish and uh, uh, also outside Israel. We are working in more than 40 countries around the world. And uh, in the past, mainly in Africa, we work more than uh, uh, in more than 20 countries in, in, in how to promote vocational training to uh, disadvantaged uh, population. And in terms of the students here, um, you, you said the last 10 years, yes. basically your focus has been on um, outreach, and you've mentioned a huge amount of people that are coming in. How do you find resources? I mean, who are your target market? Well, the program that has that effect of 100,000 beneficiaries was actually focused at uh, ed- outreach education for teachers. And, of course, that gives you a perpetual uh, result. Right. Teaching students directly one-on-one is a very difficult thing when you need to 
actually impart this skill to a lot of people. So we focus on, t- on this one particular project I'm mentioning. There's a lot of focus on teach the teachers and teachers, uh, of course, impart over the last 10 years to a lot of students. And we're talking now about changing needs of the world. Our um, environment is changing constantly. Yes. But the one thing that's not changing is science, technology, maths, and IT. Not at all. It is changing. But, you know, there's an important thing that educationists have a big problem with is teaching people skills needed on jobs that are not yet defined. Well, that's exactly it. We don't know what jobs we are going to be needing in the future, or do we? No, eighty percent from the uh, future uh, professionals' uh, uh, job requirements are not are not defined yet, and uh, everything is going to change. And w- we in in uh, uh, World Art, we are providing the skills again to the students how to be able to deal with such a challenge of uh, a, a advanced technology. And it's not only, you know, a good computer or a good uh, 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 labs. It's it's a matter of thinking. It's a matter of the w- how to change their thinking. A mindset. A mindset. But exactly. for something, I mean, if I think back, you know, I, I, when before we had emails, before we had sure. technology, we could never have anticipated the way that the world is going to go, that everything we have is on a, a cell phone, we, exactly. on a mobile. And this is, uh, this is one of the problems. Too much technology in classes is also something that we need to be careful with, okay? Because there are some researches that showing that uh, we don't see any uh, 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 big advantage with using so much technology in, in, in classes. But the most important thing is the mindset, to change their mindset that they will be able to deal with, mis- with complex uh, uh, problem and how to solve problem. And for that, it's, uh, uh, there is a whole a new system of teaching which called the PBL, the uh, uh, problem-based uh, 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 learning, and how you are solving problem, not by yourself, by as a group, okay? And uh, this is completely change of the mindset of uh, of the old school as we as we know. One of the issues we have in South Africa, of course, is the level of literacy. It's a very very serious problem. My own thinking is that illiterate people do not have power of understanding language. Right. And when one analyzes that, you must remember that. When we think, we think in language. That's right. Having language deficiency must affect your thinking capabilities. So we really have a problem in literacy. So for you, before you can even get to that science and technology, you need to deal with that literacy yes. issue. And Ort is covering a lot of literacy programs and has had wonderful success with literacy education to teachers. Because also from the majority of South Africans, English is not even a first language, and that is a language that all teaching takes place. Mm. So we've already got kind of a disadvantage mm. for students. You're even having literacy problems in home language, okay. not only in English. Okay. Wow. So, so basically, for all that we need, our science mm. and technology, we mm. still need those basic mm. skills of Absolutely. language. Yes. There's another element which <coughs> South Africa is heavily involved in. is a program we call Ortjet, where we uh, help businesses, new startups, businesses that need guidance with regard to expansion, using a wonderful pool of voluntary mentors who are successful business people. This has been an amazing program, and it's focused at 
primarily at the Jewish community, but it reaches right out to the broader community. Because the expectation is no longer that you will go out there and find a job. The expectation is you will go out and create your own job. Correct. So it's all part of the entrepreneurial uh, parcel of, su- of support. Uh, is entrepreneurship and science and technology sure. um, together, do they necessarily have to go together? Yes, it's, uh, uh, it's a combination. It's a combination. And, and uh, entrepreneurship today, <coughs> a lot of employ- e- employers are looking for young entrepreneur, uh, people with, with, with uh, thinking out of the box, okay? How to, to make a production of things and how to think differently. Uh, and, and we in uh, World Auto are very uh, um, promoting uh, entrepreneurship. We have uh, international uh, program with uh, more than eight countries around the world that they have uh, uh, their own online uh, competition in entrepreneurship and uh, they producing a beautiful uh, products with a business plan and they know exactly they're in the age of 14, 15 and they know exactly uh, what they want to do when they will graduate. Do you think entrepreneurs are made or born? Or Made or born, very difficult one. I I think it's combination. Necessity <laughs> is a mother of invention. Right. There is there is very much that element of necessity. Uh, you're unemployed, you can't get a job, and you have a seed of an idea. That's already the start of entrepreneurship. So uh, often people come to me just random actually often even Twitter followers and they say okay well you from the Jewish Board of Deputies you must know how to start a business but the basics they need are finance yes finance is critical at our Autjet operation we actually have a panel that address the needs of new startups with people who have a core of an idea and come to us and understand what the labels are that have to be addressed to become an entrepreneur, and there are core labels you have to address, you, whether they are legislative, whether they are financial, whether they are with regards to obtaining funding. You've just got to identify what are the issues I need to address. And we have these courses that we are running that help that for a new entrepreneur. Right, let's go back just to the introduction where we started talking about that um, uh, Pope Francis Political Foundation uh, program. Do you want to tell me a little bit more about it and who is uh, looking, who can join? Okay, um, in, in general, again, we met with the Pope uh, last year and he uh, uh, encouraging uh, uh, encouraging uh, um, you know, the peace between, between nations and uh, and that it starts from young age, so that's why uh, children from all over the world are meeting uh, each year in different countries. Last year they met in Israel, and uh, they had uh, a very nice experience, you know, to visit the Holy Land. And from the whole perspective, from the from the Christian side, from the Muslim side, from the Jewish side, and. They are the future. The, the 14, 15, 16 years old, those are the, the future. And if they will get, uh, uh, it's like a skills. It, uh, if they will get, uh, uh, you know, the, 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 the knowledge of what is the, the Christians, that uh, they are very nice people and the Muslims are very nice people and 
the whole together. I mean, it's uh, you know, it's an amazing opportunity. Yeah. And you're looking to bring in students not only from our Jewish day schools, um, Ellis, but also from the broader community. From uh, from <coughs> with regard to our outreach students that have been successful, been through some of our programs, we are looking for some guidance with regard to putting people on. Um, um, so you've already identified people that you would send. Yes, we have. But you would need funding, is that always, correct? Always, always. <laughs> that is the big problem with anything like this. Funding yeah. is actually one of the stumbling blocks. It's Once funding has been procured, things will fly. Um, Ellis, how many uh, children are you looking to take? We are looking at taking 13. We have identified the, the appropriate candidates. From our outreach program, we have three very, very appropriate candidates and one teacher, and we need financial assistance to get them across to Argentina. So you're basically looking for an AFA? Always. <laughs> <laughs> so basically, if anybody would like to sponsor a child in an outreach um, area, they should contact you and let you know. And basically, you're looking for, what, 20,000 rand per child? Effectively 20, yes. That would satisfy it. And this would be give a, a person who has already been on the program an opportunity to further their skills in an international environment with fellow students, including our Jewish day school kids correct, from here. Correct. Now, um, we have assessed those candidates, and we are quite happy that, that they will actually really hold the South African flag up, yes. and it will be a, a successful outreach intervention. It sounds absolutely amazing in terms of the work that Ort does and World Ort does. And, and I just wonder, in, from a world perspective, are other communities able to help South Africa? To, yes. I mean, today we are living in a world of sharing knowledge. Yes. And um, uh, we as a global organization, we know how to, uh, I would say in simple world, how to shift experience from country to country. What we are doing in Argentina and what we are doing in Moscow, what we are doing in Paris is the same thing but completely different. But I mean, we are training people and, uh, and the knowledge that uh, needs in Argentina is unique to Argentina. But if, if the same knowledge is required in South Africa, we absolutely we, uh, can bring it here with our experts. So it's a world of sharing information and, and today World Art is... Uh, it's the strongest uh, uh, Jewish education who know how to shift and provide such a knowledge uh, worldwide. I think it's incredible that you do, and I think the focus on science and technology is a very important one. I'm going to ask you the same question I asked you earlier, but with a different focus. Do you think people either can or cannot do science, or do you think it's you can be taught? Um, yes, there are. There are, because uh, science and technology and the high level require... Uh, high level of mathematics and, and, and uh, uh, physics, but all depends when you start to teach them. If you start in early childhood to provide science and technology, very simple one, and then again, it's mind, it's the changing the mindset. If you're starting in the kindergarten and then in the first grade with basic elements of science and technology, they will go through that. This is the world. We don't have any choice. Yeah, because, again, just coming back to South Africa, we have such disparity mm -hmm. between those who have access to um, technological devices, just as an example, as opposed to those who, who you know, have access, perhaps too much access to those devices. It's almost like extremes. Mm. Correct. There is this 
inequality with regard to educational opportunity that is very serious. But I'm very, very worried about this literacy issue. Yeah. Very worried about it. Um, okay, so um, if anybody would like to contact Ort South Africa in terms of either learning more about what you do or in terms of offering finance. I think go on to their website. It's www.ortsa.org.za and all the introductions are on that website. I, I must commend you both because I think Ort... Ort World, Ort SA does incredible work. I don't think people even begin to realize the impact that such kind of, yeah. in a way, small organizations yeah. can have in influencing people. And, and I know that it's done quietly, it's done under the radar, it's done without any expectation of um, acknowledgement. Mm-hmm. So I think I'd like to give you that acknowledgement and say well done to Ort and World Ort and keep up with the good work that you do. Thank, Thank you very, very much. much. Appreciate it. That was Avi Ganon um, from the Director General and CEO of World Ort and um, Ellis Falkoff, uh, uh, the Chairman of Ort South Africa. Thank you both for joining me. Thank you very much. And Shana Tova.